I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Carter and Lowry has reached 100 downloads. We have reached two countries, 18 cities, and eight states. So we've we've decided to issue a challenge. If we can reach 500 total downloads by February 1st, we will upload two podcasts per week for the month of February. This requires every listener to get three new listeners, so this will be no easy task. Now back to the podcast. All right, welcome back to the Carter and Larry podcast, week eight. I mean, these are piling up, Sam. We've made it officially. Yeah. It's been two, almost two months and uh, still feeling good, yeah. but we got a lot to cover in this episode. Let's, so let's right, dive right in. For the first thing on the agenda, unbelievable. UNC, 62 being a top 10 team by almost 40 points on the road. I mean, you got to be kidding me. UNC yeah. now, if Clemson and Notre Dame both make the college football playoff, will be guaranteed a spot in the Orange Bowl, which is a New Year's Six game. Some key stats from the game. Uh, Michael Carter with 308 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Javante Williams with 236 rushing yards. In three touchdowns, the most rushing yards by a duo in FBS history, which is actually a record that was set a couple weeks ago by those guys in Buffalo. Um, yeah. But a huge win for the Tar Heels, finishing out the regular season at 8-3, and three, which when you sound out, it doesn't feel like we won eight times, but we did. And uh, what a way to finish the season. I mean, just unbelievable game. But... Um, yeah, and uh, Clemson did not play this week. So we'll get to some other news. Huge moment uh, for college football. Sarah Fuller becomes the first woman to score in a Power 5 game, scoring two point after tries uh, for Vanderbilt on Saturday. And I think they took both of the, the balls she kicked into the um, College Football Hall of Fame. And then hmm. the big story around college football is uh, – with the game tied with two minutes remaining, after getting a stop, a Florida player threw an LSU player's shoe, resulting in an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that cost Florida the game and likely a shot at the college football playoff if they had won this. And if they had won that game and then the SEC championship, I mean, unbelievable, Sam. Yeah, it's kind of sad. That's just poor coaching, I think. It's, I mean, it's terrible to see a great team like Florida do that, especially when they have a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, Kyle Trask uh, talking about how his team's goal was to win the SEC, and they can still do that. Uh, they'll be playing Alabama next week in the SEC championship. Um, but we really want to this week cover because obviously the conference championship games are next week. Sam. Just let us know. I heard 
Kirk Herbstreet say during the UNC Miami game due to the fact that Notre Dame held the UNC to 17 points? He believes that Notre Dame, with their defensive efforts against Clemson and UNC, has guaranteed themselves a spot in the college football playoff no matter how they play in the ACC championship on Saturday. Do you agree with this statement? Um, I think yes, but it's kind of questionable. Just like if Clemson were to absolutely annihilate Notre right. Dame and embarrass their defense, then probably not. But I don't think that's going to happen. So I think they've basically clinched a spot. Uh, yeah. In the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, some huge playoff implications next week, like the Pac-12 championship. USC at number 15, still undefeated. Sam, if they were to win that game, do you see them having any shot at getting into the college world playoff, only having played five games in the Pac-12? Um, I think that if you can let Ohio State do that, then I think Southern Cal has just as much right to be considered as um, – Ohio State does. Um, obviously, Northwestern will be playing Ohio State. Ohio State was given special eligibility to play in the Big Ten Championship. Uh, Oklahoma and Iowa State playing in the Big 12 Championship. Both these teams have two losses, so I doubt either of them will get in. Um, yeah. Louisiana at Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina has kind of been the heartfelt story of the year for college, for, uh, college football. They're 13th in the nation. I do not see them getting into the playoff. Uh, obviously, no. the biggest game of the week, Clemson-Notre Dame. Clemson right now is a 10.5-point favorite. Sam, is this too high or too low? Uh, too high. We saw last time we played them, and that went into double overtime, and we lost. And I think the addition of Trevor Lawrence and – the a lot of guys on defense, I think that that should help us, but I don't know that we should win by 10 points. I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, uh, obviously, Alabama and Florida will play in the SEC Championship, like I mentioned before, and Cincinnati will play Tulsa in the AAC Championship. Uh, so that is pretty much all we have right now for the championship games. Obviously, not this like this, a week from when this pod, no, it's actually the Sunday. This Sunday is the selection show for all the bowl games in the college football playoff. I think it's at noon, so make sure to turn to that so you know who makes the playoff. All right, uh, coming up next, we're going to give our breakdown for the NFL. All right, uh, welcome back to the Cardinal Night Podcast, our NFL segment, and sadly, I'm here to report that the Panthers have lost again, this time to the Broncos. 32-27, uh, we had a nice little strip. I wouldn't call it a strip sack. You kind of, Log just kind of fumbled it, uh, almost returned for a touchdown, but uh, we did manage to punch it in, so that was definitely the play of the game. But um, well, interesting decision by Matt Rule when the Panthers had no timeouts, but it was a minute and 30 left at around just short of midfield. We On fourth and eight, we decided to throw it, only two yards up the field and try to get somewhere with it, and it just goes nowhere. I mean, I know Matt Rule's trying to be aggressive and throw defenses off, but, I mean, I guess 
I can't get too mad considering at this point we are basically just going for a draft pick, and uh, we have the same record as the Cowboys, and I can't believe that. Hmm. So, Sam, uh, what happened with the Steelers? Obviously, they played twice since uh, we last spoke. Well, the fact that we lost to the Washington football team is just embarrassing. But maybe they're better than I think. But losing to the Bills last night, I think that that is a reasonable loss because they're a great team. And, you know, I mean, it's just sad to lose two in a row and lose the number one seed, potentially. Yeah, so what is going to be going on in that AFC playoff picture? Well, so the Dolphins right now, who just lost to the Chiefs, have the seventh seed in the playoffs. And the Colts, coming off a win yesterday, also have the sixth seed into the playoff. And the Browns sneaking up on the Steelers at 8-3 and three at the five seed. And the Titans winning their AFC division. They are in the fourth seed. And the Bills, with the win last night against the Steelers, have the three seed. And the Steelers at the two seed. And the Chiefs just took the number one seed. Yeah, obviously the Chiefs just clinched the division in that game. But uh, a highlight play or maybe a low light play you have to see is Patrick Mahomes tried to escape pressure and he took about a 40-yard sack. <laughs> Did you see that play? I didn't. I'll have to look at that. So it's like... It almost was like he Patrick Mahomes described it well. It was almost like in Madden when you try to like run all the way back and around. I mean, he lost. Mm-hmm. It was like a fourth and fifty. But um, obviously, a Super Bowl MVP and uh, the highest paid player in the NFL, and he has led his team to take the AFC West division. Over on the NFC side of things, the Cardinals rejoined the playoff picture, taking the seventh seed. Uh, the Buccaneers still sitting at the sixth seed. The Seahawks staying at the fifth seed with a huge win over the Jets. Uh, The Washington football team taking over the fourth seed from the New York Giants. The Rams still lead the NFC West with three seed. Saints have already clinched the playoffs. They're at the second seed because they dropped it and they lost a game. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Packers clinched the division and now hold the number one seed for the moment. Um, but a tradition unlike any other is not the Masters. It's our NFC East game, and this week, just because of the way it's going, i got to stick to my guns. Even though the Giants lost and are now behind the game, i got to stick. I think that the Giants losing yesterday and with the Washington football team with the win yesterday, I'm going to go back to the Washington football team just because things are looking up for them. And so I think that'll be my pick for the week. All right. um, So that's just about do it for our NFL segment. Sam, you got anything else to add? Nope. All right. uh, We'll see you in the next segment for college basketball. All right, uh, welcome back to the Carter and Lowry podcast, uh, our college basketball segment. 
We are sorry to report that the Tar Heels again this week had a loss in a 93-80 to defeat to the number three Iowa Hawkeyes. We held uh, Luca Garza, the supposed number one player in the country, in pretty good check. Um, but, I mean, it was the three-pointers that killed us. Iowa made 17 three-pointers in this game. Uh, but uh, the Tar Heels, they played well. It's just, you know, when a team makes so many three-pointers, it's hard to win. Um, we had five guys in double-digit scoring. But, I mean, and held Luca Garza to only 16 points, but um, the three-point shooting is what killed us in that game. And then the Turtles were able to squeak out a win, a six-point win against NC Central this Saturday, uh, a nice way to bounce back. But the real test for the Tar Heels is coming up this coming Saturday, playing number 20, Ohio State. Huge to try to get our first quality run of the season. Obviously, we played two ranked teams, but we lost both times. Uh, so that's a huge game for the Heels. Sam, what was going around the ACC this week? So some other notable ACC games was number 10 Duke got beat by number 6 Illinois. But Illinois lost to number 16 Missouri the other night. And unranked Penn State crushes number 15 Virginia Tech 75-55 to 55 on Tuesday. And... Um, Notre Dame, unranked Notre Dame, beats uh, Kentucky, and Kentucky now with three losses yeah. to unranked teams. Yeah, and they're terrible. Yeah, it's sad, or maybe not sad, but um. <laughs> so some other ranked teams in the ACC is number twenty-four Clemson. At five and zero, at num at number twenty three, Louisville, who's four and zero. At twenty two, North Carolina. Number twenty one, Duke. Seventeen, Virginia, and fifteen, Florida State. Uh, yeah, nice to have uh, to occupy four spots in a row with ACC teams. Obviously, wish. I was a little bit higher up on the rankings, but uh, Louisville and Clemson, you know, and Florida State, all very solid undefeated teams that could uh, pose a threat in the uh, ACC and potentially get to the tournament. And so our big debate question for this week, uh, on Tuesday night, Coach K called out the NCAA, saying that due to the financial circumstances, the NCAA needed to have a tournament this year due to the fact, you know, having not having two tournaments in a row would just cause so much financial loss. Uh, he said they were ignoring the pandemic to push their agenda, is Coach K upset after a loss, or does he have a point? What do you think, Sam? Um, well, I don't know. I feel like what Coach K says usually has some weight, and it's usually pretty truthful, too, as much as I dislike him. But um, I think he's right. I think that's all the NCAA is really pushing for, and that's all they've really ever pushed for was their own agenda. So I think what he's saying is true, but I don't know. Yeah, obviously, they NCAA came out with statements saying they would not do bubbles due to the breaking its code of amateurism. Um, obviously, Duke falling to the 21st spot in the country. So, I mean, we'll see what uh, is to come. Duke this week canceled all their non-conference games. 
So they will only be playing in the ACC tournament. I think they'll, I mean, the ACC play, mm. but I don't think they had one or two more non-conference games. Um, so that's just going to about do it for our college basketball segment. Coming up next, uh, we get an inside look at the Hornets preseason. Uh, hi, editing Dean here. Uh, sorry, our EGMA segment got corrupted. Uh, so we pretty much lost the entire file. Um, I'll just feed in what we talked about. Uh, the Hornets won. I mean, I'm sorry, they lost uh, their first two preseason games, uh, Lamella Ball. So some nice passes in the first game, getting four assists and ten rebounds. And he scored 12 points in the second game. Uh, obviously, Devontae Graham, Miles Bridges, and Gordon Hayward had solid games all around. And uh, talked a little bit about uh, Leandro Ball getting cut uh, from the uh, Detroit Pistons. And uh, how Bleach Report did uh, ask Anything to LeVar Ball, so you can check that out if you want to. Um, make sure you follow your Instagram, and uh, uh, sorry about this uh, mishap. Thank you for listening to this episode of Carter and Lowry. Special thanks to our listeners and our producer, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout.